And here we are. I think it's working. Oh my God. Oh, Hi. Hi. Um, oh, I'm Taylor. Weird. I'm Emily. And we are uh, here with podcast we are calling The Uh Oh Feeling. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a podcast a little bit like something you might have heard before a true crime podcast, yeah. sort of. Sort of. Um, but and we are it, doing a different it's in take. The same vein. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely a different take. We're talking on an, a survival aspect or mm-hmm. survival tactics because you can do everything right to get out of a situation and it just doesn't pan out. Right. Um, so we're definitely going to be talking about killers, if that's yeah. a thing, or kidnappers, that sort yeah. of thing. If that's your thing, you, you got that. But we found the right spot to start off, but we are also going to be focusing a lot on the victims and the specifics of a survivor of a situation or that victim that did everything right to try and survive, but it just, the stars didn't line up for them. Right. We definitely think that this is um, an important thing to talk about. Yeah. And um, just kind of, I mean, not only is it fun for us to talk about true crime, it's actually like hopefully helpful to you, the listener, and to us. I've learned some stuff just today, so that's nice. (laughs) Um, Learning is fun. Yes. So we're here drinking wine out of mugs. Maybe. Well, I just um, moved, so I don't have wine glasses yet. I mean, and um, it's fine. We are, yes, we're in your new apartment. Yeah. Which is yeah. importante. Moving sucks. Don't do it. Yeah. Please, don't Never do move. It. Don't. Just Unless you have, like, a stalker like. or a serial killer well, next yeah, door, I mean, then, then move. Well, yeah, then, you know, move, I guess. <laughs> that if was you really have to, but no, we just had crazy upstairs neighbors that like to pee on our air conditioner. I mean... And like that's its own thing. Raging <laughs> parties and screaming the whole way. <laughs> like, that air conditioner didn't move with us, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> it did not move. I cannot imagine that it made your house smell good, like no. fresh daisies. No, that was unpleasant. <laughs> yeah, so if you hear me randomly drinking, it's because we're drinking wine out of mugs. <laughs> so. But I promise. Keeping it real. I have wine glasses. They just didn't. Right. They're around. They're they're the old apartment it's fine they're keeping it company it's fine so you know listener you're just here in a living room just chilling Mm -hmm. you you should also grab some wine perhaps because we're about to talk about some things murderers serious things (laughs) some very serious things drinking out of cups drinking out of cups (laughs) (laughs) i do think that we should maybe talk about a little bit like why the podcast is called this thing oh yeah because when i told a bunch of our friends what we were calling it they didn't really understand the the thing behind the uh oh feeling. Yeah, but then after I don't know if you noticed, but then after we'd go out, mm. they'd be like, "Oh, I have this weird feeling about this person." I'm like, "The uh oh feeling." <gasps> that is Do called you have the uh oh feeling because you oh. know when you're like with a group of people or mm-hmm. you're out for the night and you just meet that one person who gives you those weird vibes, or you have that one neighbor that gives you the weird vibes. Like, yes. I had a neighbor that was super nice. He was a great guy to your face Mm -hmm. but he just kind of made the hair on the back of my neck stand up yeah great guy to your face means nothing yeah it turns out he was abusing his wife (gasps) and like all of this bad bad shit oh my god yeah well there you go trust your gut yeah survival tip number one you guys (laughs) trust your gut gut. i mean if your gut is telling you to go home when you are out mm -hmm. go home or just to stop or talking just, to someone yeah. and leave a situation so Peace. that you can get away with even just one person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody should fault you for that. You do yeah. you. You get out. Yeah. For sure. Well, and for me, that was a thing that was taught in school. Some people called it stranger danger, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
when you're a kid and a stranger comes up to you and he asks to look for his puppy or whatever. Yeah. By the way, um, adults never ask children to help them with things. No. Survival tip number two if you're no. a child. Children are incapable <laughs> of helping with most things effectively. Yeah. And no adult <laughs> you ever needs your help. Need to, need to find an animal, it's asking a child is not going to yeah. be an effective way to if do it. If an adult needs your help, he doesn't need your help. It's a lie. And he doesn't have candy. And that white van is not okay. <laughs> But that was the sort of way I was taught. Like, the uh-oh feeling Although was we were I, taught from a young age to follow I feel your like gut. they're not using the white van anymore. They've gotten a lot more tech savvy. That's probably true. They're like, oh, this is too conspicuous. It's an Uber. I traded it. <laughs> God damn it. I take Lyft, so. No, it's, it's not an Uber. It might, I don't know. There, were, there was the Uber killer, wasn't There's there? There's definitely been multiple Uber there assault was just situations. Who was found in the back of an Uber. Oh, my God. I'm dead. Sure. I, they think it was the driver, though, but they're not sure. But I mean, you're not sure. Like, oh, no, we just, like, pulled over and this guy randomly stabbed my passenger <laughs> and then ran. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Who else would it be? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, hey, look. It's my morning doves. Oh, my God. Morning we doves. We have two morning doves that uh, apparently like to come around at this time of night on our balcony and hang out. Your cat, Bam Bam, is about uh, it. Bam Bam is. <laughs> Bam Bam is 18 pounds, but... Uh, he literally can't hurt a fly. He's, he's tried. It didn't go well. <laughs> he's too slow. <laughs> he's, he gets lost in the hallway. He's, he's just, he's not. He's a beautiful and perfect angel, he, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Those are his new friends, the morning doves. Yes. But yeah. The, uh -oh, so yeah. yeah that, so that's yeah. kind of what the idea is. And um, today we're going to start with talking about survivors of some sort of heavy hitter serial killers. But we're also going to, in the future, explore some personal stories of we like ours and the people yeah. we know. Because I've got a survival story. Hell yeah, gonna get to it. Mm -hmm. Probably soon, right? Probably next episode. Nice. I think. Yeah, and we have some other people who have said they have similar stories or they know someone who knows yeah. someone who survived or like, didn't. Spoiler alert, there's a cult involved in one of them. Oh my god, I yeah. cannot wait for I that episode. I can't wait for Ricky to come on here. It's, it's, it's going to get real awkward. It's going to get real awkward. <laughs> it's like, oh man, your life, what's up? Oh god. So hey, stay so tuned, y'all. Yeah. There's a cult there's in a your cult near future. coming. Yeah. But not like coming for you, because that's, well, I hope not. Well, if there is, then. I mean, I'm not here to tell people what's happening in their lives, but like. <laughs> Cults hey, normally aren't good. Is that a cult behind you? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that just a whole cult? Just everyone. Just all of them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> they call him father. He's right there. <laughs> don't look. Don't look at him. It's important that you don't look. <laughs> so, in the interest of actually getting on with the podcast... Uh, <laughs> Which one of us wants to go first? Oh, gosh. We didn't decide this. I know. We? This oh, is a problem. Oh. Now we're definitely living up to like our, our predecessors at this yeah. moment. Karen and Georgia, if you're listening. huge My Favorite Murder fans. Huge. We saw you live in Milwaukee. Oh, my God. It was so good. I don't know if you could hear us screaming from the balcony with a bunch of other people. You said uh, the word lacrosse because oh, yes, we, we are, we're talking about Ed We Gein. are recording in lacrosse right now. Yes, we are. And that is Girl where we live. Wisconsin. So. Uh, Good old Wisconsin, <laughs> full of murderers. Yeah, turns makers out. of beer, cheese, and murderers. Yeah, cannibals and cereal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't believe Jeffrey Dahmer was a cannibal. It's fine. No, <laughs> but I still, don't either. but that's 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 a discussion for another time because he that's had a survivor. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Oh my God, we're gonna do that. All right. Oh God. Ooh, the heaviest uh, of hitters. Okay. I lived in Milwaukee <laughs> at that time. Oh. 
Mm. No. Mm-hmm. Not cool. It's okay. I was like a kid. It was fine. I'm glad that Ed Gein was in the alone. past. And my mom was badass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so you were fine. I also wasn't a gay she male that partying shit. at the clubs. Very true. You so, did not fit the profile. I did not fit the profile. The lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just no. Okay. Do we want to, like, rock, paper, scissors? Ooh, like, ooh, ooh, we could. Okay. We could. None of this best two out of three shit, either. Now, okay. are you, like, a rock, paper, scissors, like, one, two, three, shoot, or, like, one, two, go? I usually just go with whatever the other person usually does. Oh, God. This do you want to do shoot? Go. Okay. Let's do okay. shoot. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, Ooh. okay. So does that mean you go first? No, that means you. Rock, but I won. precious scissors, you won. So. <sighs> but that. We didn't. Going set first we is didn't a punishment. <laughs> It's like we flipped a coin and oh nobody God. called tails. <laughs> We're doing That's this fine. so wrong, you guys. <laughs> We're figuring this out. We've already screwed We're up going like 18 to... times. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's no, fine. No. It's no, fine. No, no, no. It's fine. It's 100% fine. We totally fine. got this. I'm just going to like, oh, yeah. We're As the fine. captains of this sinking ship, we have got this. <laughs> we have got this. I'm sorry. I'm using a lot of like ship metaphors yeah. with my roommates in Titanic, so... <laughs> That's like all we do. Right. <laughs> like, well, I asked her to have are. fun on the Lusitania today. I think she started laughing. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, she's both a below decks person and a, a like a first class person, right? Mm-hmm. So one of her characters lives. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, good. the one with the baby. Oh, God. All right. Good. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess I don't put it above a Titanic musical to kill a baby, but I would hope that I don't have to witness that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll keep you posted when we go see it, how it was and all that. Speaking of killing babies. No, I'm just oh, kidding. God. I'm just kidding. My dude does not kill babies. <laughs> I really would put like a disclaimer. Oh my gosh. We listen like to a sword 18. and scale. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those um, are not okay. Also in the trenches, which is the the nine one one dispatcher who oh, talks about right. that stuff. Yeah. Um, that one that one comes with disclaimers. Y'all. It's yeah. brutal. But it's really good. If you like to listen to live nine one one calls and talk to dispatchers and hear all that kind of stuff, I'd recommend that one. For but anyways, sure. Yeah. Have a strong it's stomach. Heavy. It's very heavy. A slash heart. Yeah. You can't marathon it. Well, mm-hmm. maybe you can. I don't know you. Yeah, I mean we're not here to talk about it. I kind of can, do. but then I'm kind of emotionally fried by <laughs> <laughs> Like, fourth episode, my roommate will come home. She'll be like, what have you been up to? I'm like, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead inside now. Is that in the trenches or within the trenches? Let me check on that now. Good. I want to give people the wrong name. So maybe you should go first. Yeah. All right. I will. Them. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault for not establishing. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So some of you may have heard of this if you are um, into true crime. Uh, the killer's name. We'll start with him and a little bit of background. The killer's name is Alexander Pushishkin. And I hope I'm saying that right. He is a Russian as fuck. So. We are so sorry yeah. for the Russian people. And it is within the trenches. Lo siento. Ooh, but. good. Nice. Uh-huh. Unkilled it. So Alexander Pashishkin is, like I was saying, a heavy motherfucking hitter. The, I was finding some conflicting reports about who he actually killed. But I think he was at least convic- convicted of murdering 48 people. So many people. That's so many, so people. many people without getting caught. That's Holy like shit. so much time to take out of your day. Yeah. Like, I think he was killing for like six years, 2001 oh, to 2007. Okay, that, still, though, that's, that's still a lot. lot. That's a lot of year. And I saw one where, like, he is at least suspected of killing at least 63 people because he is known as the chessboard killer. Mm-hmm. There are 64 spaces on a chessboard, and he was trying to kill one person per space and he fell short by one which first of all if i were him i'd be fucking pissed yeah your life's work that's when you just kill someone in prison so close but yet so far i wonder 
You know, I, I didn't read anything about that. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up I'm a later. Completionist. I have like I have OCD, and like if I start something, I need to finish it. And if you are this motherfucker, you definitely have some sort of OCD. Like mm-hmm. you need to fulfill your. He, this probably infuriated him. Yeah. <laughs> like if this motherfucker still alive, did not check. Because again, this isn't about him. <laughs> God damn it! I'm gonna talk about him for like a second. <laughs> Bajishkin was 33 when he was convicted. BT dubs. So he'd been a murdering young. 33? Yeah. So he typically used vodka. So he would get people real drunk and he would lure his victims into a thing called Bitsevsky Park. Um, And it's in Moscow. And he would toss them into a sewage drain. Some of them were murdered with like blunt force trauma with a hammer. But a lot of them were literally just thrown into a sewage drain. Uh, more that about seems, that sewage drain later. That seems lazy. <laughs> it is. It is. That's and just yet, like... Well, my thing is, you don't watch those people die. No. He only had, and we'll get to this, he only had three total survivors mm-hmm. out of all the people he tried to kill. And all he did was just be like, you're drunk now. Bye! <laughs> Eight foot drop. Oh, <laughs> like, God. You Ooh. have to, I mean... He was successful for the most part, but that is some shit. I mean, you are really taking a risk. Yeah. But anyway, like, he was convicted, finally, of at least 48 murders in 2007. So if his ass is still alive, he's in a fucking prison. And a Russian prison, too, so I'm just going to go ahead and guess that that ain't good. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's unpleasant. Yeah. But now, on to um, our sweet, sweet survivor, yeah. Who I hope I do her name correctly. Her name is Maria Veracheva. She right. is one smart cookie. Oof. Like I said, she's one of only three survivors. One of them was like a homeless boy, like a young kid. And then one of them does not remember due to a head injury that he received before being tossed in the sewer. But he did get out of the sewer. So can't really get much off of him. But Veracheva has a lot to say. She's dope. My favorite part of this story is that he did not try to ply her with vodka. Oh, that's where he went wrong. Well, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, dum-dum. I At mean, least make it hard for them to get out. Yeah. I mean, it was hard. Okay, I don't want to uh, minimize her struggle. this is apparently <laughs> the theme of deviating from your plan. Yes. Because my victim was a deviation from his typical plan. So there maybe you go. that's the theme for this survival tip number three watch for them to fuck up (laughs) just wait deviate yeah what happened so but the thing is he believed this is his quote he believed that women always need to have a financial interest so i can't decide if that's misogynistic or not because it sounds like he's like women are very practical i need to ply them with money (laughs) but but there's another side of that coin Women are very practical. I need to ply them with money because it'll work. Right. Yeah, I think this way about women is still what it comes down to, for sure. So he did not get her drunk. He um, was an acquaintance with her boyfriend and knew that they had had a fight and saw her at, like, a bus station and realized she was upset and went to comfort her. Um, I just did some air quotes for all of those who did not I can confirm she did air quotes. Air air quotes. They happened. Um, Yeah. Uh, so he, he he went in just just try to say hey you know what don't worry about it how about if you want to make some money because I have a proposition for you okay. and so he said and this is the weirdest story I've ever heard in my entire goddamn life he had several boxes of brand new contraband cameras 
stashed deep inside this park where he murdered all the people. Wow, that is Russia. Yeah. So, you know, don't waste your time grieving over your boyfriend. Let's go make some cash. If you move some of this product for me, again, contraband cameras. I'm sorry, what's it like in Russia? Why are cameras it's contraband? Cold. It's like Wisconsin. That's true. With better vodka. And fewer cameras, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but either way, he was like, you can have some of these cameras. If you move some of the product, you can have half of them so that you can make the money yourself. And she's like, cool? I don't know why. Don't ask. This girl's people, 24, people by the way. Follow. Oh, well, you know. So. Tough times. What were you like when you were 24? Uh, Dumb enough to follow a dude into a park for maybe. cameras? <laughs> maybe. I mean, if honestly. I was needing money that badly, maybe. Yeah, that's legit. Oh, she was. I will say that. She she was pregnant. So, well, like, she maybe thought her boyfriend was going to leave her. She's prego. In a desperate position. Expensive. For sure. Oh, my God. Even back then. They're so expensive. Yes. So expensive. This is, I can't say this enough, Russia. <laughs> like, shit ain't the there things. to help you. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't a safety net. No. <laughs> so, she follows him to this park. He takes her to the well. Um... And is like, why don't you come over here and see what I got? Oh. And she does, uh-huh. which is unfortunate. And he pushes her ass right into that well. Just right. Just no, oh. nothing. Now, I want to, like, we're going to stop here a little bit and talk about how she survived. Um, because the first thing she did was oh. grab the edge of that well oh. and hang on for dear that life. Reflexes. Yes, right? Oh. Quick. Yeah. Proud of her. Like, in a like this is the past that i'm talking about but like still proud (laughs) sort of way yeah yeah you done did good Good. but he started bashing her head against the side of the well and she realized that she would probably die if he kept doing that so she let go yeah so you know that's another way to survive (laughs) you do what you do common sense sure my head hits this hard enough enough times (laughs) right so it's not gonna go well yeah so you know you let go if you have to unfortunately I want to talk a little bit about this sewer. And I realized that I forgot to change things from meters to, like, feet. You know, because we're American. But this will give you some idea. She fell eight meters. Um, It's important to note that, okay, waste from all over western Moscow flows through the network of sewage pipes in this park. According to the city water supply, Monopoly, which is a name I am not about to even try to pronounce there's like 16 o's y'all <laughs> in some okay in some places the sewage reaches a speed of up to seven meters per second so like it's rushing poo water <laughs> beneath her she falls eight feet into that God. and um so she falls into a sewage pipe that is like one meter in diameter and the stream is running like a couple of feet high but like she gets swept up in it and move to a different part and ends up underwater. They say underwater. She's under poo, y'all. She's under poo. poo. Let's think about poo for a second. Also, she fell approximately like nine feet into the poo. Maybe a little more. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, there's just like a lot of poo. There's so much poo. And there's, there's a lot it of being sucked up in the poo. poo. It all does in the end. <laughs> so, so she's down there. In the poo. And this is my second thing that she did where I was like... Killed it. She took off her boots oh. and her jacket. Oh. I think they were probably weighing her down. Well, it is Russia. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold as hell. Those things are weighing yes. you down. And they're probably full of poo at this point, both of them. Yeah. So poo she took heavy. them off and she like used her hands and her feet to hold herself up by the oh. walls of the thing. A badass. Let's talk about a badass. Okay. And then she eventually finds 
a different well that leads upward because she was kind of rushed away from where she originally oh, yeah. landed. Who does that? Yeah, who'll do that? <laughs> <laughs> um, and she found a place where there was a ladder. So she climbs her ass up, but there is a cover over this. And it said it was 40 kilograms, so I did actually change that one. That's 90 pounds. This, this thing that's keeping her in the well is 90 goddamn pounds. So she can't lift it. But she's trying, and she's pushing on it, and she's pushing on it. And then, like, this article that I was reading starts from the perspective of the woman who noticed her. Because this woman's just walking alone in a park, and she hears shouts. Yeah. And then she sees a well cover move. Yeah. She ran away. Because she's trying to survive, too. Well, like, I get the shit. Yeah. But I'd the thing probably, is... I'd probably do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, my roommate would run towards it, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't. Some of us have different survival instincts. Uh, she's a very sweet Canadian. She's a very sweet Canadian who wants to help everyone. Right. I mean, a slight deviation. She helped a homeless drunk dude in downtown Lacrosse, Wisconsin for, like, over an hour. Oh, help does in what? Like... She found him, like, unconscious on the side of the road. Oh, my God. And then sat with him until the cops came. Like, that's really sweet. I'm like, glad nothing talking. happened to her. Yeah. Because she came home and told me about it, and I just about, like, started screaming at her. <sighs> it's like, you could have. Oh, my God. She's like your kids. She was, like, right by a bar, because there's plenty of bars in lacrosse. And I'm like, you could have gone into the bar, told him to call the cops, and right. stayed in the bar to peek out to check on him. Right. You didn't need to stay with him. At you least go get somebody else who might be willing to sit with you. So it's not just you. If you're really worried about him. then he had a friend who oh. tried to invite her back to a hotel room. Oh, no. Survival tip number four. Don't, don't do this thing. <laughs> yeah, don't do this thing she did. But, like, it's very sweet, again. Yeah, it was But very get nice, a buddy. But, like, yeah. Unless you, you think that buddy's going to do what I would have done and just dragged her away from the situation. Sometimes having that buddy is important. She doesn't have a refined uh-oh feeling. You do. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to so get So that's going to be a process we'll update you guys through with this whole. Yes. Oh, my God. Thing. Can we have, like, a, a cat update? <laughs> cat update. This, this week in cat, she almost she died. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> I would actually love that. I think it would be okay, great. let's do it. <laughs> All right. So. Anyways. Poo. So, back to the poo. Yes. So this other chick is, you know, doing her own survival thing. And she does run away when she hears the shouting and sees the, um, well, cover lift. Yeah, but because she's dope, and she did a thing that Kat probably should have done, she came back with two guards Mm. for the park. See? So she knew something was up. She just didn't want to deal with it her own damn self. Because why would you? Well, you don't know what's going on. You don't know the situation. You don't know what she's screaming from. If she's being chased by a poo monster, like, you don't know. Right. Anything can happen in Russia. Yeah. Literally, I mean, we just don't, we don't know what could happen in Russia, but I assume it's just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Las Vegas all the time over there, yeah. but like worse. And colder. <laughs> With fewer strippers. desert. With more Gay flakes. people are not celebrated. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Sorry, Anyways. Russia. Really beating up on Russia in this one. <laughs> Russia can take it. You're fine. Yeah, they're strong. <laughs> they're watching like Eurovision right now. Like, <laughs> Okay, anyway, so um, so they get her out of here. This Maria Veracheva, she survives, as is, you know, the point of the story. She and her unborn baby are fine. Um, and then when this guy finally goes to trial, she gives a video um, 
testimony because she doesn't want to see him again, very understandably. But yeah. she does give a testimony via video, and it helps put him away for, again, 48 motherfucking murders. So oh. huge badass. Very proud of her. Um, I will say one person we're not proud of is a guy who couldn't find his first name, but his last name was, I joking, I'm not joking, Kaleshnikov. Because he's the most Russian the most. you could ever get. His first name was There's probably like Vodka Kaleshnikov. Yeah. Kaleshnikov. <laughs> Anastasia was his middle name. <laughs> like, but this Anastasia. guy, <laughs> well, and he's, this guy's an afterthought, but I'm really mad about it. So we oh, have God. to just say. He was the officer who interviewed her in the hospital. Mm. And he made her sign a document saying that she fell in the well. Oh. Nobody pushed her. Nobody was there. Oh. So he, this Pushishkin, best name ever, sorry. Um, <laughs> he evaded capture for a while longer, probably killed some more people because probably. this guy did not adequately, you know, commit, do an investigation. Oh. And that is very frustrating. And I wish I could say that was like a Russia thing, but like, nah. It's, it's not. It's like an everywhere that's thing. A, that's a... It's like yeah, a police thing. Sometimes. Not all cops. Not all cops. Hashtag not all cops, guys. But like, yeah. I know some. Cops. I know some very good cops. Right. Absolutely. Because like my dad worked with the sheriff's department in Milwaukee. My mm-hmm. mom dated a lieutenant for the Glendale Police Department. Like, no shitting on all yeah. cops. But I know. I know some very good cops. There are definitely but bad apples. But I also out there. have met some very bad cops. Yeah. Yeah. That I would not want to be alone in a room with. And I could definitely see someone that maybe doesn't believe her. Or right. Yeah. I think they, maybe he just literally didn't believe her. Yeah. She, he was like, like, you're a dumb bitch okay, who fell in a well. Sure. <laughs> yeah. She sure, wants to see her pushed. pushed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Was that something about contraband cameras? <gasps> what? That sounds like bullshit. Oh. <laughs> okay. If I had heard that, I might have been a bil- little bit like, what? Oh. <laughs> Contraband what now? what? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that is the story of uh, Maria Virucheva. Um, she's a survivor. She did a number of different things that really helped herself. She saved her ass and the ass of her unborn baby in the end. And that's hey. pretty impressive. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. be like Maria, Good everyone. Good on her. Yeah. That's me. Oh. Are we gonna, who oh. are we going to talk about with you? Okay. Oh, my God. So with me... We're going to talk about Rhonda Williams, who survived Dean Coral, a.k.a. the Pied Piper, a.k.a. the Candyman oh in Texas. When you have multiple names, it's never good. Like, you just it's know not, some shit's bad. It's not. He's responsible for killing somewhere between, because the, none of the numbers I could find were, like, consistent, mm-hmm. but it's somewhere between 27 to 30 young boys. And all young boys. All young boys. Jesus. Which is why Rhonda is the deviation from the plan. Because she is not a young boy. Killer tip number one. Stop deviating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, like somewhere between like 13 to 20. But most of them were in their mid-teens. Dang. And he buried them in a bunch of weird places. Like, you know, his boat shed. He put like fourteen bodies in there, but anyways, Dang. stinky, stinky ass boat shed. Sorry, stinky ass boat shed. <laughs> it's all in the gum. <laughs> he had accomplices: mm. um, David Brooks and Elmer Wayne Henley. Yeah, what's up? Your name is Elmer, so you ain't got shit going on, like, Bob's. These the three name thing: <laughs> Dean Arnold Coral. 
Oh, true. But is that, do you think that's like because they were trying to protect all of their Dean Corals once this guy was found? Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that much about this guy when you said his name at first to me, though, and we were looking into what we were going to do. I was like, something strikes me as fucked up about that name. Yeah. I, I just feel like somewhere in the back of my brain, I, I know this guy for some reason. Yeah, it's possible. Serial killer names are a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he lived in an abusive house. Shocking. <laughs> All right. Uh, he had a heart condition, thanks to rheumatic fever. Fuck, why didn't he die? But he was drafted in the military service. Whoa. They were taking anybody at that point. Was they, this Vietnam? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they were really yeah. taking anybody. They, yeah. My God. Yeah. Uh, went through personality shift while he was overseas. Which mm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. Um, and then he, his family owned a candy factory. Which is why he gets the name of the Candyman, because he used to give people candy. The Candyman can murder your son. (laughs) 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 But uh, how he kind of started getting people was with the help of his accomplices, who were much younger than him. Uh, And he would invite people over to party. With, like, drugs and alcohol and weed and all this. This feels like another instance of, like, if an adult is hanging out with a bunch of teenagers, run. Yeah. And take those teenagers with you, because they are in danger. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so at least they found 27 bodies. But there were 14 in the boat shed. Or, I'm sorry, 17 in the boat shed. Yes, boat shed. Four more by Lake Sam Rayburn. Mm-hmm. And then six others were found on the beach at High Island. So Texas. we didn't go far. <laughs> no. <laughs> he had a lot of work to do. He did yeah. this over a three year span. Oh my God. Yeah. That makes my dude look lazy. Yeah. <laughs> God, get it together, Bashushkin. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Bashushkin. God. <laughs> um. Yeah, he would party, and Rhonda uh, knew one of the accomplices, Elmer. You know, just good old Elmer. Good old Elmer. They were just friends? They they had become friends when she was a teenager because she felt that he was someone that she could trust uh, because she was in a very abusive household with a lot of neglect and... Just, it was bad. And she had an alcoholic father. And it was just, it was So she's hitting all the marks, too. Yeah. <laughs> so in August of 1973, she relied on Henley, Elmer Henley, Elmer, Elmer, <laughs> to uh, help her out. And he helped her get out of her, her house and helped her escape through her bedroom window. And then uh, there was another boy in the car, uh, Tim Curley, and they all drove away to what Rhonda thought would be a safe spot because she trusted Elmer yeah. to help her get out of this. Like, this is so close to being a decently nice story. Yeah. <laughs> so the three people, so the two guys and Rhonda, 
got to Coral's house, where he was known to have young people over to party and get them high and drug them up um, until they passed out. Uh, so they, they got there and they partied. And she woke up to the sight of her and the two other boys bound hand and foot. Um, yeah, Coral kind of beat the shit out of her. <gasps> yeah. Like, after she woke up? Yeah. Oh. And then he and Elmer took two boys to what was his bedroom, where he had torture boards. I'm sorry, I'm going to need you to explain <laughs> to me what a torture board is. <laughs> yeah. That sounds yeah. like the worst two words you could put together. Yeah. Maybe That's like tortured dildo. Ooh. I bet he has one. Yeah. <laughs> he probably does. But the the torture boards, why can't I find it? They were plywood. Ooh. Homemade? Probably. He DIY so that shit? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just go to Home Depot. Yeah, I'd like to buy a torture board. If you watched a nifty video. <laughs> I yeah. know they have those. Yeah. I accidentally, I actually just uh, updated my torture board for spring, so it's really nice. There's some florals. Yeah. Not groundbreaking or anything. You know, nice. Appropriate. (laughs) Try and find it here. Do you, are there pics or something? No, I don't want, I don't want pics, but there's like descriptions. But like basically it was a board that had restraints at the top and the bottom where with like eyelets where he could like hang them up. If he oh, wanted no. to That's or keep them on the ground. I don't know why. I, I think I was imagining that he like had hooks where he kept all his little torture implements. No, no. no. He attached people to the torture Worse. Board. That's worse. And he had multiples of them. God damn it, Coral. Yeah, uh, no. Torture board cork. What? Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the cork that you need for your yeah, torture but board? Yeah, it like, basically had handcuffs and stuff. But, anyways. Oh, oh, my God. Anywho, the the boys were attached to the torture boards. Rhonda was not. He didn't want her. He didn't want her because mm. he wanted young boys, and she was a teenage girl. So he'll just and give her whippets he until she passes out, but not murder her. Really mad, actually, at Henley for bringing her. Ooh. Yeah. And, and Coral actually like beat up Henley for doing it and then like told Henley he was going to kill one of the boys and then while Coral tried to give Henley a hunting knife to cut away Rhonda's clothing okay insisting that like while he was dealing with Curly and doing whatever he wanted Mm -hmm. Henley was going to do the same to the girl he brought so we're going from this, oh, you're just bringing people home to now you're going to be an accomplice in what I'm doing because you brought home the wrong gender of person. Oh, <laughs> that's not right ideal. age, wrong gender. Oh, great. And no, I'm sorry. She was attached to a torture board, I think. Oh, shit. <laughs> but what? He's yes. just like. I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to make you uncomfortable. And he just had one torture board. I'm sorry. He was a cheap, cheap mofo. He just bastard. ties him to the opposite it's side. It's plywood, the Coral. Board. I know. Coral. God. 
Damn you. Apparently, didn't believe what Coral was telling him to do. And just wasn't wasn't going with it and Williams tried to reason with him being like you know are you really going to do this is this really happening like are you going to stop him and one thing led to another Henry actually got a gun and held it up on Coral oh shit and ended up shooting him three times after Coral was like you're not going to do it you're not going to do it Fuck like you, all but calling do him it. a pussy. Yeah, ooh, don't do that. No. So he ended up shooting him and saved Rhonda. Whoa. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So he's just like, nah, that's my friend, bitch. Yeah, because Carl was going to have Henry kill her after doing whatever he wanted to do to her. Right. And shit. Yeah. He killed him. He killed Coral and saved everyone else's lives that were in that house. Wow. Because there would be, like, apparently, according to one of the reports, because there was a woman whose brother was killed by Coral, who used to be brought with her brother to his house of, like, an account where she was sitting under a dining room table with, like, four other teenage boys who were all naked and high on marijuana. (laughs) You know, like you do. Yeah, as one does. Yeah. Just a regular Saturday. Yeah. So the Coral House. In the Coral House. <laughs> so they kill Coral. Well, he kills Coral. And unties them. And they're all sitting there kind of trying to figure out what to do. Oh, my God. And they ended up calling the police. Because being on drugs is not as bad as what he was doing. Yeah. It's so okay. <laughs> she survived because she'd built a relationship with Henry. And Henry still had a conscience. Yeah. Because if he didn't, well, yeah, I we mean, wouldn't be talking about this right now. Right. Seems like they both did some like quick thinking because she was probably yeah. talking him down. And then, yeah, Henley was not the worst human yeah. in the room. <laughs> yeah. Probably didn't. Probably not a great human, but like way better than Coral. Yeah, and I mean, I just want to throw this out there. His his nine one one call, he just like basically confessed in the beginning of the call. He was like, "Y'all better come out here right now. I just killed a man." Ooh. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Now let me get the story out because you're gonna like what I have to say. Yeah. Apparently, the three teenagers were just sitting on the porch outside the house with the twenty two caliber pistol. <laughs> Just on the driveway near them. <laughs> you know, hanging out. So everything's just chill at the Coral House. Also, Coral was naked when he died. So. BT dubs. So that's an image that I now have. Uh, you didn't show me a picture of Coral, and I'm I glad. Didn't, and I should. No! Actually. Nope, now that you mention it. No, I don't want to be a living room naked. Yeah. Well, he's not naked in this. He's still in his like well, military. But that still means that I can kind of. He looks like a decent human being, right? He's got the dead eyes of a killer. They all do. <laughs> well, it's photos. Okay. Most it is a black and white photo, eyes. to be fair. Yes. But Most he definitely. have dead eyes in black and white photos. He looks like he's trying to get away from, with some shit. Just you know trust what I'm going to do? I'm yeah. going to take a photo of you in black and white and show you that you have dead eyes in black and white like everyone else. I have a soul. 
<laughs> you don't know. Maybe I've murdered like six people. You don't know. Oh, well. Well? We'll <laughs> talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's Rhonda Williams. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like they both kind of killed it. <laughs> well, didn't Literally get killed. Kind of, it. you know, for one. Yeah. But. Pretty good. Yeah. So we've been toying with the idea at the ends of these things in order to be as oh yeah um, useful to you guys <laughs> as humanly possible because you're not just here for our good, good jokes. You should be though. Um, but what are those? I don't know. The oh. thing that I've been attempting and failing oh. it all day. <laughs> oh, those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that all makes but sense now. We are thinking of attempting to do a little bit of a. Um, just a little bit of like a, here's what to do in a situation. A little bit of a instructional survival thing. I, yeah. We've been giving you some uh, tips here and there, but this yeah. one will be the real one. <laughs> Maybe we need a jingle. <gasps> How to survive or something better than that. Beep bop boop survival time. I don't oh know. my god, I love it. No, Especially the beep bop boops. Beep bop boop. I'm really good at survival, bitch. <laughs> survival. <laughs> Do we have, I mean, because I know we were looking at some stuff, but they were a little broad. Did Did you have one you liked? Guys, no. Oh, yeah. There is a wiki how on how to survive being kidnapped. Okay, this is, this is the survival Somebody actually took the time to sit down and not only write up all (laughs) of these instructions, but to get someone to illustrate. That's what's crazy about wiki how. Like, where do they get these illustrations from? What? (laughs) <laughs> who does this? Who is sitting in a cubicle somewhere? Someone is paid. That's their whole job, right? It has that's to be. That's their job. The WikiHow stuff, I mean, everybody knows that, like, WikiHow's crazy. Yeah. But, like, bit. I was surprised at the number of things that are actually illustrated there. Yeah. <laughs> Including, I'm, I'm sorry, how do they illustrate keeping your dignity? Which I'm pretty sure is one of the <laughs> things they tell you to do when you're being kidnapped. She was just sitting in a chair, like, still tied up, but, like, tied she had up. this... This look of optimism on her face. Just an air of just an air of confidence calm. and <laughs> belief so, that everything was going to be okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I I do recommend you look at that only because, like, actually, I mean, I guess some of it is useful, but a lot some of it is common sense. S- some of it's useful. Some of it, oh. some of it's a little problematic. Yeah, like it's like you can't the dignity one. Yeah, that's just you can't control everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but like, they they said something like, don't try to escape unless the time is right. I'm sorry. <laughs> how is you'll one know. supposed to just pick that out of a hat at the time? That's well, right. according to the wiki how, you'll know. You'll know. Because <laughs> so, you're going to get some clear indications when they're ready to kill you. Oh, like they'll start monologuing like in the movies? <laughs> <laughs> not quite. <laughs> Fuck. But is that not how that works? Apparently, according to the wiki how, they'll stop feeding you. Or you'll okay. be extra dehumanized. Okay. They are trying to actively dehumanize yes. you. To prepare for, for the killing. killing. The thing is, though, if you're up against, like, a complete sadist psychopath, do they care if you're human or not? Probably not. No. Dehumanizing is not necessarily yeah. a thing they have to do. Probably depends on what you're And, up I mean, some people might be into you being more human than not. Big old sadists yeah. would like you to suffer. So, about... That so tip. chew on that. I um, hope this is your bedtime podcast, everyone. <laughs> but actually, I do recommend like reading that just for some giggles. Because it does have like um, 
the there's one part where they talk about visualizations, and that is something that I've read a lot is a common theme through a lot of people who survived extended periods of captivity mm. or anything like that where you visualize or like take yourself to a beach or somewhere that's not here or keep your mind active sure. like uh, a couple that made crossword puzzles for each other while they were prisoners of somali pirates like shit yeah all of that kind of stuff just like keep your mind active keep visualizations don't let yourself get consumed by how scary the situation is yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah I like it. So there it is, people. We're going to have, I think we're going to keep trying to come up with ones. And if, I think if people want to hear specific things that they want us to research, we will definitely throw that to listeners. Um, Just so you guys know, we are going to be going live with our website as soon as we can. Um, And this, yeah, it's coming people. And this podcast will be up on there um, via SoundCloud. So you can also find us on SoundCloud under the Uh Uh-Oh Feeling as well as we'll also be on Stitcher and iTunes. Um, so just search the uh-oh feeling under true ca- crime. I, I bet that's its own genre by now. If it's oh, not, probably. it's it that's a crime. Be. But <laughs> it's a criminal crime it's for criminals. True crime. But, <laughs> it's a true-ass crime. Oh, God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. And we are also going to have a Twitter and Facebook page set up. So if you have any survival stories you want us to talk about or any survival tips you want us to talk about, uh, please let us know. Yeah, we'll also have a Gmail soon, too. Yes, please send us stories. Yeah. Oh, my God. We can do an episode of just survival stories of people that have sent us stuff. Yes, if you want, we can um, find a way to make sure that you can record your voice if you want to tell the story yourself or if you just want to write an email. We can set something up through Skype or... Yes, we are here for that. We want to hear survival stories. And again, I mean, it's a sadder topic, but if you know somebody who maybe didn't survive, but like they did everything they could or they did something that maybe you wouldn't have thought of that is important stuff that we want to put out there and make sure people know that yeah that's happening so yeah yeah that's us that's the uh uh-oh feeling yeah that's the first episode oh my god so Uh, proud uh, (laughs) we will be back with you guys uh in a couple weeks with more wine with more wine also more wine right now i think oh yes yeah in celebration Bye. Bye.